0: This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made For This podcast.
1: Thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Made For This. Go to hellofresh.com slash madeforthis14 and use code This 14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping.
0: Today we are talking about passivity. We're in the middle of a season called Nothing to Prove. And if you don't know, I wrote a book many years ago, actually just like four or five years ago, about living without striving and trusting God to move on our behalf. And resting into what he wants us to do. And all of that is so needed as we re-enter the world right now. It's why we're doing this season. But if you don't have the book, you can go get it on Amazon. It's called Nothing to Prove. And I really encourage you to read it because it is really a life message for me. It was one of those messages that I needed at that point in my life in a very deep way, because I had unfortunately spent most of my life striving. And I can tell you on the other side of this, that is not my struggle anymore. I got new struggles y'all but that is not one of them. I really think God likes me. <laughs> I think he really likes me and I think he is for me and I think he is with me and and it's a whole new way to experience God. It is so freeing. It is so freeing. And you see that throughout the gospels. You see it throughout the Bible, but you really see it throughout the gospels when Jesus came and he said, I am the way, the truth and the life. And nobody gets to the father, but through me. And he says, I am the image of the invisible God. This is a new picture of God on earth at this point when Jesus comes. Now, that's not to say that the God of the Old Testament is not the same God, but Jesus was the fulfillment of the law and he made a way that we don't have to strive anymore. You see a theme building in the Old Testament of striving and a law that we could never measure up to. And then Jesus comes on the scene and he says, I am going to make a way. I am going to be the way for you to have life and peace and a home forever with me to be adopted as members into my family, not just somebody doing something for me on earth, trying to hit a unreachable goal. Because you see that throughout the Old Testament. It's an unreachable goal. And yet Jesus said, hey, I'll reach it for you. I'll meet the mark for you. And so we don't have to measure up. And that's the thing I think we miss with religion and, and Jesus and church. I think we think we have to hit a mark. And it's the freedom that comes from enjoying the grace of God and the goodness of God that causes us to want to repent. You know, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. It's his love that makes us want to love other people. It's his forgiveness that makes us want to forgive other people. And we've strong armed this thing into a religion that is works-based. And Galatians says, that is another gospel altogether. So this matters. We've got to understand that we have a God who has knit us into his family who loves us as children because of the blood and sacrifice of Jesus and who is giving us the spirit to empower us, equip us, and cause us to actually accomplish the works that he prepared in advance for us to do. All of this is scripture. Every single thing I just said is all but a quote from scripture, if you don't know. And so I'm not making this stuff up, guys. It is that good. And it is, yes, it feels too good to be true, but it's true. This is our faith. This is our God. We didn't have to measure up. He measured up for us. Story of God. But today we're talking about passivity and how we will shut down and how we self-protect. And I want to read to you actually out of the book here. Moving into unknowns and uncomfortable places stretches us and it gives us more of God. Our hearts naturally move to self-protection and away from risk-filled leadership and obedience. Although deep in our souls, we crave adventure. Somewhere on the way toward adulthood, we stifled that craving with religion, preferring known expectations and controlled predictable outcomes. We created safe lives where our biggest goal is to measure up and be accepted and be enough. Guys, that's not living. That's not faith. That's not what God's asking you to do. For some of you, this is brand new information to you, and I cannot wait for you to read more of the Bible, to to read the gospel. Start with the gospel of John and just read it. Who was Jesus? What did he say? What did he do? Why did he do it? You're going to read so many points where he tells his disciples, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is what it's for, and it's for your thriving. It's for your freedom. Matthew nineteen twenty six says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. He actually does this radical thing for us. He invites us into his family. He sends Jesus to die for our sins so we can be made right with him. He had to pay the penalty of sin and he does it. And then he makes us right with him. Then he issues us to the Holy Spirit, as I said, for what adventure? There are purposes that, that are beyond what you can imagine. We talked about that last week. And I'm going to tell you one of the things that is the prerequisite to experiencing this into your life is risk. You have to be a person that will risk. And the reason I say that is God is a God of risk taking. He causes us in our relationship with him and our adventure with him to take risks. He calls us to it again and again and again. And some of you are listening to that and you're going, that sounds like humans. That doesn't sound like God. Y'all. If you have not seen the Bible and read it all, it's all he does. I mean, starting with Abraham, he's like, come into the wilderness. I'll take you to a land that I'll show you. This is not a comfortable thing for Abraham. He leaves a place where he is comfortable and he goes into the wilderness. Same thing with Moses. He has him go be a leader when he has a stutter and he feels like he can't do anything. He has him go walk up to the king and say, set my people free. Like He is a crazy God that calls us to crazy things that are risky. And you see it in the New Testament with the disciples. Again, if you have not watched The Chosen, I love it so much. Please go watch it because and you have to stick with it. The first few episodes are a little bit slow. But you see what Jesus does with his disciples. He's not afraid to let them squirm a little, to be a little bit uncomfortable, to watch him do risky, hard things. So much of discipleship is learning to risk. Nobody would even know about Jesus Anywhere on earth, unless people took risks to tell them about Jesus. That's always a nerve wracking thing. You're going against the enemy. In some countries, like my friend, the pastors in the Middle East, you're going against the government and possibly risking your very existence. So we definitely see throughout scripture and throughout even just history that the gospel has spread, that the purpose of life is fully met, that God has built for us when we are risking for the good of others and the glory of God. So, What am I saying? That you need to choose risk. I'm saying that there is probably a risky step of obedience that God has called you to that will keep you from living a passive, numb, checked out life that you are ignoring. So what is it? What is that thing that God has been whispering to you, that God has been leading you toward that you kind of know deep down? It might be something super small. In fact, some of the scariest things I've done in life are the small things it's not the big things like adoption. It's Those things have been scary, but I've known they're from God, and I, I jump more fully into those moments. It's the little things like having a conversation with somebody when the Spirit prompts you. It's the rejection of a family member, perhaps, because you bring them truth and you love them unconditionally when they've hurt you. These are the things to me that are harder than actually the big things. But maybe it's a big thing that God's been whispering to you, nudging you toward, and you've been ignoring him. What is that thing? What is that risk that God has called you to? Because Matthew says, it might be impossible for you, but with God, all things are possible. And walking with him is this great adventure. I think about Stephen Curtis Chapman, his old song. Oh, it's so good. And I mean, it's, this is the great adventure. Yeah, I sing for you every once in a while, guys. You're welcome. Stephen Curtis Chapman, like from the nineties here. But that song, this is the great adventure. This is what it's supposed to be like. In fact, Randomly, that song, I had one of my friends listen to it in college, and that was what drew her to God. She actually had been running from God, and she was like, maybe I'm missing this adventure that God's called me to. And she came on mission with me at that point. She listened to that song and it like changed her life. And the two of us ended up leading Friends to Christ. We ended up leading a Bible study together in those years. We watched God do all kinds of amazing things around us that I would not trade for anything in my life. It was so scary. It was so uncomfortable. We were in a sorority house at University of Arkansas, but we watched so many of our friends start to follow God. Some of them had already been following God when they were younger, but they'd walked away and they came back. And I mean, by the time we left college, it was near revival. There were hundreds of people following God together, worshiping God together. It felt like, for all of us, it felt like God had just done something on campus that we couldn't explain, but that we felt like we got to be a small part of because we were just doing our faithful thing and other people were doing their faithful thing. And it was the biggest adventure. I mean, I remember my friend after college being like, was that the highlight? Was that the the most God would ever do through us? Because it was so fun and rewarding. And of course, she's helped me with IF Gathering. We've seen crazier things still. And it's because our God loves risk. He loved us risking in the sorority house. That was just training for risk we would cause and do later. She actually has a ministry called Dwell. That's incredible. You need to look it up. It is just this fun adventure that we're on together. And we aren't passive people. We've watched God move when we were 18 and we're watching God move in our 40s. This is a life that God wants for all of us. And it is this obedient, surrendered life that isn't passive, that's full of risk, small and big. And as we do it, he brings us deeper and deeper and deeper in relationship with him and into this adventure that he builds for each one of us. He prepares in advance the good works we will do, scripture tells us. So we know that there is a written script somewhere that that we're living out if we follow him and we don't wanna miss it. That's the thing, we don't wanna miss it.
1: Having my meal planning, cooking, and eating with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, and they are offering you up to 14 free meals plus free shipping when you go to hellofresh.com/slash-made-for-this-14 and use code made-for-this-14. Every week, HelloFresh offers you 27 or more recipes that have a range of flavors, cuisines, ingredients, so that you never get bored and you can try something new every single week. HelloFresh even has their quick and easy meals that are 15 to 20 minute dinners. They have breakfast on the go, 10 minute lunches. So if you're busy, you have a lot going on. I love that I can grab my HelloFresh bag out of the fridge and put a meal together in 30 minutes or less. What I especially love about HelloFresh is that they offer a lot of flexibility. So you can change week to week, how many meals you get. You can even pause it if you don't want to get any one week or you can change the day that it arrives. It's totally flexible and customizable. You guys, we love it over here. We know you guys will too. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash madeforthis 14 and use code MADEFORTHIS14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. And now back to Jenny.
0: Now some of you are thinking, "Hey, I have risked before and it has not gone well." A couple things. One is bring community into it. Don't ever risk alone. Do not risk in a vacuum. Guys, bring people that love God and are spirit-led and and live lives of risky obedience. You got to find those people because the other people might tell you you're crazy. So, you got to find people that that get obeying God on a level that that might be scary or risky bring those people into your life and don't do it alone have people praying for you have people hearing what you're thinking God is saying because so often I will bring a dream to people that love me and I'll get some wisdom that either changes the course or really makes me go is this from God or is this just my idea and I mean my team is hysterical they you know people always ask me like do you have a bunch of yes people around you I'm like I barely have a yes person around me all my team is like nope we're not doing that right now. And part of that is their wisdom that God's given them of a good time to execute a new risk or a new dream. And so I really depend on the people in my life. And my team's fantastic because they're not afraid to also say, you know what, that one will cost us, but that just, it feels like it's from God and let's do it. And they also will be those yes people when I need them to be. And when they even have to pay more and it costs them more because they have to work harder. So have people around you that that also listen to God that can give you wisdom and insight the second thing is Be a person of prayer. Like, don't just get a sense, oh, this might be it, and then jump. Ask God, and continue to ask God, and as you're afraid, keep asking God. Right? Like, this is a relationship where you get a prompting, and you're like, you know what? I, I feel like maybe I should change jobs, or I feel like maybe we should pursue this relationship with this organization that that needs help, or you know, you'll get a prompt, and you'll be like, is this from God or not? Pray about it, and then the third thing is just align it with scripture make sure it is aligned with scripture and this is actually probably the first thing you should do so you don't even start this is a, it's a non-starter if it's not based on scripture but a lot of the things you all are dreaming about are you know part of scripture it's a heart for people that that need him or a heart for people that need something physical or emotional and then some of you it's it's taking a risky step of starting something or creating something it's perhaps starting a relationship with a neighbor or somebody that might need God, or maybe it's starting a little Bible study in your house for people that need God and all those things. It's like, of course, scripture says, yes, do that, do that thing. But then community and prayer and time can also help clarify that. But don't wait so long. Don't overthink it. Some of you are overthinkers. I know you. I get it. I can be that way too. And sometimes you just got to leap with what you know and trust God on the other side of it. In fact, That's usually how obedience has felt. I hope this is helpful. Gosh, I love you guys. Go right now, check out the book. It will cover so many things I'm not covering right now or doing justice. So Nothing to Prove is on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Go grab it. Love you guys.
1: I to make sure you knew about the free book club kit that we made for you that walks you through the Nothing to Prove book and the episodes that go along with each chapter. We even included some conversation questions for you to use, maybe to invite a neighbor, a friend, a sister. Send them a text today. Say, hey, I want to read through this book with you. I want to talk about it. I want to go a little bit deeper. So buy a copy of the book. Download the free PDF on Jenny's website and do this this summer. So go to JennyAllen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E-Allen.com. And you can download that free PDF today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Made For This podcast.